0: Welcome to another edition of Jim Lyons, the elephant in the room. Mr. Lyons, you're very lucky. You've got some great candidates running this year in the election cycle. We've got two quality candidates running for governor in Massachusetts. Your thoughts?
1: It's a great year to be running as a Republican in Massachusetts. There's no question about it, John. What we're seeing nationally and what we're seeing locally is the radical left has just gone over the cliff. This is a real opportunity for uh, Republicans and Unenrolled and conservative Democrats to finally get the kind of representation on Beacon Hill that they want and that they deserve. As you mentioned, we've got two candidates that are running for governor: Jeff Deal, who um, I served with in the legislature for eight years, solid guy who is really interested in trying to make a difference, um, fight it for the taxpayers, somebody who understands Beacon Hill, and we have a business owner, Chris uh, Doughty. Chris Dowdy stepped up. I think Chris is doing this for all the right reasons. I think he believes that we need strong people on Beacon Hill who want to make a difference. And and what an opportunity. Look Look at what we have on the left. You've got Mara Healy. America is burning, but that's how forests grow. Everyone in Massachusetts right now is concerned about public safety. And as the lead law enforcement officer in the Commonwealth during the riots and the burning of buildings in the summer of 2020, her response, America is burning, but that's how forests grow. And then you have State Senator Sonia Chang-Diaz. Her big issue is, let's see if we can pay more money for gas. Everyone now knows about what the cost of gas is. It's gone crazy. That doesn't matter to the radical left. It's a great opportunity for us to win the corner office, to put in office someone who is going to stand up against the radical left, as opposed to somebody who just wants to get along with them. Great opportunity for Republicans.
0: As life is getting back to more normal, as I do with air quotes, uh, and COVID seems to be going away very quickly, or at least The Democrats aren't talking about COVID anymore. I saw Maura Healy this past weekend come out and say that part of her campaign is going to be focused on the opiate crisis and the mental health crisis. Well, during her tenure as attorney general in Commonwealth of Massachusetts, mental health and the opiate crisis grew exponentially under her, once again, air quotes, leadership. Are you kidding me? I mean, that's... When you think of law and order and you think of, you know, what her job should be, she should have been on the forefront on this long before she became a candidate for governor.
1: Look, the opiate epidemic is causing so much uh, pain for so many families in Massachusetts. And it has got lost in the pandemic. And the number of people that are suffering has increased over the last three or four years. But what hasn't increased is the fact that the lead law enforcement officer in Massachusetts did not make that a priority by going after the drug traffickers. In the city of Lawrence, we know that that is one of the largest communities in New England for drug traffickers. Yet we had a Democratic mayor whose big job was to put in place what we call mask patrols, rather than putting in place a, uh, a real emphasis on finding these drug traffickers, putting them behind bars. Look, as far as the folks who are suffering this horrible disease, it should be a number one priority in Massachusetts to get them treatment.
0: Absolutely, 100%. To
1: get them treatment. These people that are selling the poison to our family members should be in jail, and we should throw the keys away. The epidemic is running roughshod over Massachusetts because the law enforcement community, led by Mara Healy, has not made that a priority. She spent the last four years suing President Trump if she made to no avail. If she paid as much attention to putting drug traffickers in jail, our communities would be safer today. Police are out there working hard, but the leadership was lacking. She wants to be our governor?
0: Forget about it. You got Rachel Rollins, who doesn't believe in enforcing crime. You've got Maura Healy. And if she becomes the governor of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, you're going to have chaos. They passed a crime bill back about
1: six years ago where they, Democrats wanted to make sure that they increased from $250 to $1,250, whether or not it would be a felony to uh, steal from a, a local um, business owner. Well, you see what's happening: people are walking in and walking out with all kinds of, because there's no, there's no consequences. consequences. These are the policies of the radical left. Attorney General, we've got a great candidate for Attorney General. Law and order. Jay McMahon, he's been a uh, a criminal defense lawyer for 30 years. He understands the role of the police and the role of the rule of law. The Democrats, they believe that the solution to every criminal is counseling. They are so wrong. Look, we we really have to make a, dist- a distinction between the, the addict and the trafficker. Mm-hmm. And in Massachusetts... They don't want to make the difference. And that, who's suffering? The person who's suffering is the one that has the disease.
0: The addict is suffering, yeah. Because the supply side Let's is just Let's just make limited. methadone mile. Exactly. Or out my way, you know, methadone clinics out my way. That doesn't solve the problem. Jay McMahon, good man. Nice guy. You can sit down and have a normal conversation with Jay. He believes in law and order. You've got to be excited as the mass GOP chairman that you've got a great candidate like him running.
1: Not only do we have a great candidate, he's he's already um, he's already run once, mm-hmm. so he knows how to run for uh, attorney general. He's traveling the state right now, getting his signatures. The key is to get all of our statewide candidates on the ballot, because this is this is going to be a great year for Republicans, and it re- reminds me of 1990 when we took over uh, 16 members of the Senate. Last time that we were able to actually sustain a veto uh and the national scene is just getting worse and worse every single day and so I do think it's a it's a it's an opportunity for us to win the governor's office again, hopefully to put an attorney general in place and then we've got you know candidates that are going to be running for a lieutenant governor, uh treasurer, Secretary of state,
0: and uh auditor so well, correct me if I'm wrong, and that happens every once in a while. Under your leadership right now, you have more candidates running for office in, as a Republican in Massachusetts than the history of Massachusetts.
1: Right now, at the at the lower tickets, when you get down to the state reps and state senates, we have uh, an incredible group of people, and we've identified you know what we call the top 75 state rep districts, and the top uh, 20 state senate districts. Where we believe that we're going to be competitive, and this year, unlike 2020, unlike 2018, the wind is going to be at our backs, mm-hmm. and I believe that we can uh, really have an impact. But we need people to get up and run, and we're, you know, we're out there training folks across the state that are going to stand up and fight for the values that we believe in. And the Democrats are helping us, quite frankly, because they are—they just—they're tone deaf. They don't see it.
0: You know, I tweeted out today. Uh, you know, as the chairman of Mass GOP, that candidates need signatures. If somebody's out right now getting signatures and needs signatures for their campaign right now, what better place to go get a signature right now than your local gas station? <laughs>
1: exactly. I mean, five dollars a gallon, right? The other day. Five. I-
0: it's going to be seven by the time this uh, podcast gets published, probably. <laughs>
1: but 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 don't forget, we got to take care of the uh, the Green Deal, the gr- new Green Deal. Uh, I mean that's what one of the candidates for governor I think it's Sonia Sonia yeah I mean every yeah, other yep. every other comment out of her mouth is you know about the climate how about how about uh well, we I got to
0: create more government jobs you know because of the green new deal I thought it was about the environment Exactly but they, all they talk about is growing government jobs that that benefits nobody even their part their one party rule doesn't benefit
1: Yeah you got to we got to go back to the governor's race though and we have to really look at uh, the radical uh, nature of 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 uh, the attorney general. Um, her Her office was obsessed with President Trump, absolutely obsessed with President trump. still is. and 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 yet, you mentioned that they at the outset of this uh, this podcast, the opiate epidemic, and they they basically swept it aside. Uh, she takes credit for what happened with some of the pharmaceutical companies. But the drug traffic is a running rampant in our streets. These folks, led by Mara Healy, want to give driver's licenses to illegal immigrants. These folks, led by Mara Healy, want to defund the police. Every single person in Massachusetts should start to really be concerned about their public safety. When you've got the law enforcement, lead law enforcement officer, now running for governor.
0: But Jim... If you want to sue a president, why wouldn't the lead enforcement agent in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, Attorney General Maura Healey, sue President Joe Biden for allowing the southern border to be wide open and fentanyl pouring into this country at record levels? That I would be impressed by if she did it. If she really truly cared about the opiate crisis, she would do it. It's all rhetoric, it's all BS, it's all pandering. And people need to pay attention to it because fentanyl is only going to get worse in this country. The heroin problem is only going to get worse in this country. And the fact that she came out this past week and says she's concerned about it, the proof is in the pudding. You know, judge somebody by their actions, not by their words. And her inaction speaks volumes.
1: Yeah, and and the the focus on the on the uh, on the drug e- epidemic has to be on treatment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, has to be on treatment on on the on the attic side, but treatment on the attic side without strong law enforcement is is a, is a prescription for disaster. It only perpetuates the problem because if you get out of treatment and the people that are selling the, this poison are allowed back on the streets, it's, it's like a vicious cycle. So I, I can't uh, tell you enough, uh, John, that uh, the, the radical left it, on, on every single issue as it relates to public safety is, is on the wrong side of those issues. And the average mother or father is now really concerned about their kids and their kids' safety. And uh, we, need to, we need to elect Republicans in Massachusetts, and we need to elect Republicans who are going to stand and fight. And that's exactly what we're trying to do.
0: Republicans are going to support the police. police. They're going to support law and order it's important that we elect more Republicans. As the economy starts to slow down, it's you know March of 2022, the election is exactly eight months from now. Things are only gonna get worse. What happens in an economy when the economy slows down? Crime goes up. So you've already got a police force who doesn't feel like somebody has their back. Crime is only going to get worse, unfortunately. This is the time for Republicans to step up and run. You've got some great, you know, candidates that, you know, like we talked about governor's race. We talked about attorney general, but you've also got some other good candidates you wanted to touch base.
1: So we've got some great candidates running for Congress. Uh, Dean Tran out of the uh, third uh, third district is uh, running against Laurie Trahan. Laurie Trahan, you might remember she got into all kinds of ethical issues once she first got elected. Uh, Bob May, who ran for state representative, is now running against Seth Moulton out in the the sixth. Ayanna Ayanna Presley, a member of the squad, is being challenged by Donnie Palmer. Uh, Jake Aukenschloss is being challenged by Julie Hall. I mean, we have candidates stepping up across the state. And what those candidates are doing is also energizing people to run for state rep and state senate. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get the grassroots activists to go out and elect people up and down the ticket. Because if we can drive people to the polls in this election cycle, we can have a major impact on the uh, legislative landscape in Massachusetts.
0: We will talk more about candidates as the podcast goes on in the election cycle. But let's talk a little bit about Donnie Palmer. I mean, you talk about exciting. Donnie's a boxer, right? Yes, sir. Grew up in Boston area. He's running against Presley, who every time I, ter- I look at social media, student loan uh, debt is racist. This is racist, this person is racist. this per- I don't think she can do anything but talk about racism all the time. It, it, does racism unfortunately exist? it does. But in what is wrong with Presley that all that's all she talks about is racism? Donnie running against her? I think it's a great thing. I think it's a great thing. Donnie Palmer is an African-American, for Mm -hmm. those that don't know it.
1: Donnie Palmer grew up in the streets of the city of Boston and grew up and was a young man in trouble. Mm -hmm. And what did he do? He joined the military, spent 10 years in the Army, came home and decided he wanted to make a difference. He ran for city council, and now he's stepping up. He's all over the city, and he's talking about the issues that matter. He's talking to young people who are living in the city of Boston, explaining to him how important the rule of law is, how important police are. And the reason he's telling them that is because of the impact that the police had on his life when he was a young man. Because when he got in trouble, what they did was they taught him that he has to turn his life around and Donnie's done it. You have Ayanna Presley, on the other hand, who wants to defund the police, who's part of the squad nationally. So that's a real exciting race. Donnie's out there every day working hard. But we have other candidates that are out there working hard across the state, and they're all talking about the same message, the message of freedom, the message of individual personal responsibility and free markets. I mean, you talk about the message of the radical left socialism, illegal immigration, defund the police, parental rights don't matter. Our message wins all the time. Mm -hmm. I tell people, we don't have to get angry. All we got to talk about is what we love about our country. And when we do that, our message becomes even stronger.
0: He's Jim Lyons, the elephant in the room. We'll talk again real soon.